this podcast is for anyone tired of sitting on the couch watching fucking Netflix. For anyone who wants to know how to break the nine to five slave life. For anyone who wants to be better tomorrow than they are today. I want to help you learn how to break the cycle. This is your story and you have to write it. Come on in. We're just getting started. What is up, everybody? This is the Getting Started Podcast, and as always, I am your host, Sean Buster. Now, y'all, I know it has been a while since I've dropped a new episode. I apologize for that. Things got crazy over the holidays. I wasn't consistent. I backed up off the game. I pulled my foot off the gas a little bit, and I've let things just sort of drop out. But, guys, this is a new year. This is 2020, the year of vision, clarity, and focus. I'm going to change my change my MO up with the podcast a little bit. I'm going to still keep coming at y'all consistently. Not always going to have an interview every day, every week. Um, sometimes it's going to be me bringing a message. And that's kind of what this is going to be, y'all. This is a little bit of an update, and I also want to bring a little bit of a message to you. Over the last uh, month and a half, maybe, I guess, I've been doing a lot of research and doing taking a lot of time of doing some reading and not just books articles and different things um been trying to find out how it is that so many of these people who are earning six and seven figures are able to do that and i've run across a book that has laid out a blueprint for me better than anyone's ever told me it's a it gives you a step-by-step plan well I'm not gonna say it's not step-by-step but it gives you a solid plan on how to go about accumulating wealth building wealth and building an empire that's going to last to secure your future your family's future and make it to where you can actually retire one day because let's face it we're not all going to get to retire one day. That's a pipe dream that a lot of us have. And most of us refuse to admit. You know, everybody's still banking on 401k plans and stuff. Guys, 401k plans do not fucking work anymore. I don't care if you work the same job for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, however long. And you deposit into your 401k the whole damn time. There's going to come a point where you get ready to retire and you're going to look at that 401k and you're going to see how much is in there you're going to be, and you're going to do the math and you're just, it's not going to add up. It's not. Now, it's, this is especially true for those of you out there who have, you know, already been working for a decade or more and you still don't have enough to put into a 401k and you've got kids. You know, that's kind of my setup right now is I've got four kids. I have not once deposited money into a 401k because honestly, I didn't really work a whole lot of jobs that offered a 401k, to be honest with you. Most of your restaurants that you work in, they're not going to offer you 401k. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even offered 401k until 
I started working with my most current electrical company. And of course, at this point, you know, I've already got four kids. I don't have money to contribute to a 401k every paycheck. That money is going towards paying bills and buying groceries and putting gas in my truck to get back and forth to work, putting gas in my wife's van to get the kids back and forth to school and back and forth to their activities that they're trying to do. Not to mention, I've got a daughter in dance and gymnastics. I've got a daughter doing cheerleading. I've got a son in taekwondo and wrestling. And I got another son that plays soccer when the seasons are around. Plus, my youngest daughter plays soccer when it comes to season time, too. I've got a lot going on. But the book I've been reading that has kind of laid this all out for me and definitely changed my views on money, how to handle money, and how to treat money is by George Clayson. I, I think that's how you say his last name, George S. Clayson. Um, and it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. And the very first chapter of this book, for whatever reason, hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't know why, I can't explain it, but it did. And the message that it brings to you is, a part of all I earn is mine to keep. And I know what you're thinking. Well, shouldn't it all be mine to keep? Well, and it is. Whatever you earn is yours. But let's face it. You're going to have to pay your bills. You're going to have to buy food. You're going to have to, you know, pay your mortgage or your rent or whatever in order to shelter yourself. You know, these are things you cannot avoid. But if you take one-tenth of everything you earn every time you earn it and put it away then you are starting the process of accumulating wealth right then and there. Just that alone, I did the math for how much I make per hour, per week, per month, per year. And I did the math. And I could be putting back about four grand every year. And... Seeing as how I wish I'd read this book 20 years ago, I have never done that. So, from here on out going forward, I will be doing that. And that's just going by my regular day job. That's not counting any side work I might do. That's not counting any money I make on my other businesses. <clears throat> I mean, I'm still in the CBD game. In the process of switching manufacturers at the moment, but I'm still planning on coming back strong this year with a lot more to offer. Um, so anything I make there, one tenth of that, I'm going to be putting back. And the book goes on to tell us that once you have gotten this habit of putting one tenth back. Your next process, your next goal, solution, whatever you want to call it, is to put that money to work for you. Don't look at your money as money. Start looking at it as a slave. Your money is your slave. You make it do whatever you want it to do. So put it to work. Make it go out and get you some more fucking money. 
And when you've put your initial investment, your initial capital into some sort of investment that it makes you more money, well, guess what? Your money just went out and came back with children. So now it's time to put your money's children to work. And when it comes back to you with more children of its own, you put those children to work. You keep putting your money to work over and over and over. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and drop every penny you've got into the stock market, especially if you don't know anything about the stock market. You're going to lose every damn dime. The example that the book uses is uh, the one telling the story. His name is Arkad. And he's referred to as the richest man in Babylon. Not at this point in time in the book, but that is what he becomes referred to eventually as. He decides that he's been, you know, putting one-tenth of his coins back every year that he's earned. And decides he's going to make an investment. And he hooks up with a brickmaker. And the brickmaker tells him that he's going to go off into this far land. And he's going to get these jewels and these rare metals and this, that, and the other that he's going to bring back. And they're going to sell them for a fortune and they're going to split the profit. Well, that sounds like a great idea when you are the one who's going to be putting the capital into it. And you've never invested in anything before. I mean, if I was sitting there and somebody told me they were fixing to go buy a whole bunch of really kick-ass jewelry and that we were going to split it and make a profit and split a fortune, well, hell, I'd damn near be all in, too. But you should never, ever, 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 ever take investment advice from someone who's not experienced in that particular investing area. If you want to get involved with jewels as an investment, you don't go holler up at a brickmaker. You go find the jewelers. You go find the diamond importers. If you want to get involved in the stock market of today, you go out and you find someone who's already in the stock market and has proven themselves a success in the stock market. You know, go look up mentors like Timothy Sykes. That dude has been working the stock market since he was in high school and is worth a fortune now. If you want to make an investment in, you know, gold and silver, go find someone who deals in gold and silver. But for fuck's sake, do not go out there and put your savings into gold and silver on the advice of a fucking electrician. They probably don't know what the hell they're talking about. And once you've got these principles established and you can make them a second nature without even giving it a thought, that's how you begin to build your wealth. And eventually you'll get to a point where... Not only have you accumulated wealth and have built wealth, but you will have created multiple streams of wealth and you don't even have to work anymore. There's a Swedish proverb that says, 
from small streams comes a big river or flows a big river if you could come up with you know little small income streams here and there you know something that's going to bring you uh, $200 extra a month or you know another one that's going to bring you you know $150 extra a month another one's going to bring you you know a couple hundred dollars extra a month maybe you find one that's you know a really good deal and you end up bringing in you know, a couple thousand dollars extra a month over time, these different income streams are going to flow together into your bank account. And, you know, you may get to the point where you don't even have to work anymore. You can give up that day job. You can go on about your business, enjoy your time with your family, enjoy your life the way you want to live it, and never have to put in physical labor another day in your life, and you will still be rolling in an income. Guys, we are not put on this earth to work day in and day out until we die. That is some old world style thinking bullshit that may have worked for people back in the day, but it does not work anymore. We are past that point in the world. If you'd like to learn any more about this, I highly suggest getting yourself a copy of The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. I got mine at a local used bookstore. I think I paid like three bucks. It's a quick read. It's only about 150 pages, tops. You can probably find a more modernized version because I will go ahead and give you a little spoiler. Um, it's written very much like the Bible was. There's a lot of vows and these and thys and doths and all that shit that makes it a difficult read for someone who's not experienced in reading that way. But even if you're not experienced in understanding all those words, you can probably still pick up on the message it's trying to deliver. And you can probably still pick up on the advice that it freely gives away. And it covers a whole range of topics, not just how to invest money not just how to accumulate money it goes into the five laws of gold it goes into the value behind seeking wisdom versus seeking money because let's face it if you go out and you talk somebody into giving you five thousand dollars and you turn around and piss it all away well guess what tomorrow you ain't got a dime but if you go out and you seek the wisdom on how to make $5,000 and how to get $5,000, and then you go out there and get it, well, guess what? Not only do you got $5,000, but you've got the wisdom to get $5,000 more, and to get $5,000 more after that, and to get $5,000 more after that. This life is not something we were put here just to, you know piss away guys we're not meant to be slaves we're not meant to be you know worn out and exhausted and just straight up miserable every single day of our lives we are put here to be great we are put here to enjoy the things that we want to enjoy it's up to you whether you want to it's up to you whether you go out and do it or not but anyways like i said 
there's going to be a lot more coming from me in this podcast this year. Um, I do have some pretty killer interviews lined up in the wings. I was fortunate enough that I've been able to line up Zachary Babcock to be on this show. You guys are going to love him. He went from prison to six figures, y'all. And I highly suggest if you haven't heard of him, go check him out. Look up the Underdog Empowerment Podcast. You'll learn a ton. Dude is doing amazing things. I've got Cesar Espino coming up. Uh, He's a real estate house flipper out in California. Amazing dude. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I believe he's certified to do NLP as well, which is another topic that I'll be tackling this year. I'm trying to get another NLP guest on here couple of their NLP guests on here who are both amazing women and are doing amazing things and have done amazing things the last couple years and I expect to see absolutely incredible things out of in 2020 so guys that's it for me today learn grow keep on keeping on and don't forget y'all You don't have to be perfect to get started, but you got to get started to achieve greatness. So go out there and get started. See y'all later.